So, dear friends, there is a great movie, The Transformers. <laughs> Who knows that movie? Have you watched it before? The Transformers. There's a great scene in that movie when the little kid and the mom are in the car and the, the child watches the fight between the two giants and she cries out, Mom, this is cool. That scene, we could see it in today's gospel when Peter saw the glory of God and cried out, Lord, it is good for us to be here. Let us build three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and another one for Elijah. What a beautiful image of someone who experienced the presence of God. So many people ask so many questions. First, why is it that only Elijah and Moses appeared? And people gave so many answers, but two of which I will use today, the first, Moses and Elijah, they represent the law and the prophet. Then, the sec second answer is that Moses and Elijah, they are two very significant figures in the Old Testament, people whom the Lord revealed himself to them like he did at the Mount of Transfiguration. So Jesus being at the Mount of Transfiguration was to reveal his glory to his disciples, something he has warned them about before. The Son of Man will come in his glory. And today they saw the glory of the Son of Man. And the voice which came from heaven, this is my beloved Son, listen to him. That same voice was heard when Jesus was baptized at River Jordan. This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And we could also see these same words at the wedding feast at Cana, when Mary said to the people, do whatever he tells you. It was like, listen to him. Listen to whatever he says. That is Jesus. Our first reading of today, dear friends, draw each and every one of us to that aspect of our spiritual journey listening and obeying the commands of God. Sometimes it might be challenging, like today's readings. How could Abraham offer his only son that he had in old age? Offer that child to me. That is your only child. I want him. What is important there is the significance of the event. 
Offering that child, the single child he has, signifies what God himself would do. Offering his only son. As St. Paul tells us in the second reading, God is going to sacrifice his only son for our sake, for your sake, for my sake. He is going to sacrifice his son because he wants to reconcile us to himself. He wants us to realize how much love he has for us, such that the question, what can really separate you from the love of God? If God can offer his son for you, for your sake, then what else can he not do for you? That is the question. If God who can offer his son for your sake, can't you believe that he can do any other thing for you? In the context of land, the readings for the transfiguration, the gospel, is read because of a tradition that was held that the transfiguration occurred 40 days before Good Friday. So if you count from today to Good Friday, you have something in that light. So, what is it about our own journeys today with the Lord? This is land. How can these readings help us to draw close to God? The first thing is listening and obeying the commands of God. Listening to the word of God, inviting each and every one of us to repentance. Repent and believe in the gospel for the kingdom of God is at hand. That is a message of land. And repentance comes with three aspects. One is sacrificing something. So many of you are fasting, right? And some of you have given up chocolate like me. <laughs> you have given up fortnights. So many things you have given up for the sake of God. You are fasting from something, but what are you fasting for? You are fasting from something. What are you fasting for? Are you just saving your beers for later? Or you are sacrificing it for something else? If you aren't fasting for a, for a reason, with a cause in mind, see me after Mass and ask me, Father Maurice, what can I do? You have to fast from something for something. Reason why, in addition to just fasting, we are called to works of charity. We are called to works of charity during this season of Lent, 
to sacrifice something for somebody, for something. And the last aspect is prayer. Most of the young people who have come to my confessional, I have emphasized the essential place that prayer has in their lives. You cannot do it without prayer. You cannot do it without prayer. You can be the smartest kid on earth. You can be the most loving kid on earth. But if you put prayer away from your agenda, from your schedule, you are kicking God out of your life. Because there will be that time when you will become spiritually drained, spiritually empty, such that your life will have no meaning. Your life will make no sense. You will work, you will make money, but happiness won't be your portion. If you want to be that kind of young person who will earn a living and still be happy, I advise you today again, go back to the culture of prayer. Incorporate prayer into your life, in your studies, in your social life. Even when you sneak out and go to the club, pray that nobody should see you. <laughs> okay? Pray. At every instant of your life, you have to pray. I cannot say more than this. I know what prayer can do. If I'm here today as a priest, it's the power of prayer. I was that kind of kid. <laughs> okay? I was that kind of boy. I was notorious. <laughs> Sometimes for good things and sometimes for bad things. But then, when I got the advice, I listened to the advice to pray. At every instant, I offered a short prayer. And today, I can tell you there's power in prayer. There's miracle in prayer. That is all I can tell you today. So dear friends, like Abraham, let us listen and obey the Lord. If we listen and obey God, every other thing will be given unto us. Whatever we ask of God, he will bless us with. May this land be the most beautiful land. Even though you are fasting, may you find joy in the presence of God because you will receive everything you ask in faith. This is my prayer for you and for all your families. Amen.